You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to another episode of Can We Talk? This is your boy Eric. I'm here with the usual suspects, Shana, Anthony. How are you all? Saint, it's St. Patrick's Day. Day. Doing good. It's it's, Saint, it is St. Patrick's it's Day. It's my favorite holiday. Why? It, actually, it's not. I'm just saying <laughs> that. But. I'm scarred from state. Yeah, we did a lot of state. Way too much. Like, we took it's this too holiday to the extreme. But, Way too much. You know, I it's never fun. had that experience at state. On St. Patty's Day, I mean, we did drink and, and I mean— in private because we were underage, but <laughs> it wasn't as hard as everybody that went to like Rick's and, you right. know, like Dublin and all that. So I didn't have that experience. So I see people celebrating early today. Like people are out just in a green and, you know, down at the bar in Royal Oak. Right. And we're having a conversation like who wakes, who really wakes up at seven o'clock, eight o'clock to celebrate? Is it worth it? Listen, man, sometimes liquor is an escape dog. And when you have a <laughs> legit holiday, that gives you the right to go out and drink and act a fool. They going they gonna take you up on that. I man. feel you. I people feel gonna you. take you up like on that. Opening day. Oh, opening day is opening crazy. Day. My God. Yeah. Like people lined up early in the morning, like just sitting up there, barbecue pits and all that. It's fun. It's crazy. Drinking. You mean tailgating? I mean, yeah, it's tailgating, tailgating. But yeah. opening day, it's just like it's, this massive. It's different. Oh, okay. It's different. Like my job literally takes the day off, and they just like go and drink. So yeah. So it's like a holiday, unofficial holiday for for baseball. It's all about having fun, man. I guess you're right. It is. Um, You know, so let me get into some of the news of the week. The most uh, saddening news was about New Zealand. Um, I think 51 people were killed. Yes, 51. The death toll is 51 right now. Yeah, so for those who don't know, some terrorist, white supremacist guy decided that he was going to kill Muslims. and I guess he wrote a manifesto about it, sort of. It was on live. Yeah, it was. Li- yeah, it was. It was on live, and I think I actually saw some a video of it on uh, Twitter. Yeah, I Someone definitely did not check that out. He shot out it. He shouted out a couple of conservatives, American conservatives, yeah. Donald Trump, before he went in and did the shooting. Like, how can we control this stuff from going online? Like, that's that's horrible. You no can't. Like, you can't. Like once somebody hits like that live button, because didn't yeah. this happen before on Facebook Live? Yeah, where a gentleman he just randomly shot an elderly man online. Like you can't once you hit that live button, you can't control. You can control it, but by the time like you can get the video taken down, like a mass of people have already seen it, and yeah. then they've shared it. This is so it's ridiculous. I I couldn't imagine. Like I looked at maybe five seconds of it, and I'm just disgusted. I'm like I'm not going to watch someone kill and murder these people cold blooded. That's Ridiculous. Um, but with with New Zealand, you kind of see how quick their legislation worked. So I think swift. the day after, <laughs> they banned assault rifles. Yeah. So the day after. Swift. And I'm like, what what's going on with the U.S.? Like, we should be able to do something. Guns like that aren't really needed. I know some people use the excuse of hunting, but, like, certain guns should only be used by the military. Like, yeah. But the thing, but the, the argument and pushback you'll get from that is if they got them, why can't I have them? The whole point of the and Second Amendment it was to protect yourself against the military, even though you like you can't. Mus- <laughs> muskets, though. Like, <laughs> it's like it's like saying you're oh, saying it's an outdated amendment. I get that. It's like someone saying, "Oh, he has a Secret Service license. Why can't I have one?" You know what I mean? Like it's it's that's not a legit excuse to me. I yeah. I understand the excuse, but it's not a legit excuse to me. I agree. What happened with Just Larry's? I'm looking at some stuff on Twitter right now, and she said something. Some comments. I saw the video. So I never saw her she, comedy. 
was getting on a plane and she saw a gentleman wearing a turban and she was like, oh. <gasps> like she videos, like you can see the video of the gentleman with the turban on. She's like, oh my God, I'm not comfortable. I'm not getting on this plane. I'm legit scared. Mm. It's a sink, like Indian, not, yeah. even though right, like it's yeah. bad to stereotype Muslims in that way. Right. Like it, it was a sink, like they wear those type of turbans, mm-hmm. not Muslims, <laughs> but so then the plane was evacuated. They got back on the plane and the 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 people that she was racially profiling weren't on the plane. So she's like, fuck y'all. I was right. And I don't care what y'all say, blah, 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 blah. And, yeah, it was just a whole mess. Like, people was like, is she just trying not to have a career right. at she, this point? Like, it was. The way you described that, I thought it was like cringe comedy or something. This no, was like really her. she's like really her. But then especially oh. two days after what happened in yes. New Zealand. And you like. Blatantly racist. I don't think it should. That should happen at any point. No, not at all. Um, Because when we are racially profiled in any situation, like it's it's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't. It was cringy. It was just cringy to watch. Like like her do that and then her justify her racially profiling. That sounds like a comedic version of Azalea Banks. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a little, a little bit, but I just feel like it's unfortunate that we're giving in, even as black people, giving into the system of oppression. Like, regardless, like, they're going through similar situations as being just as a religious minority. Mm-hmm. And it's well, like, well, like, actually, majority. Yeah, yeah, that's they're, like, they're not a minority. Religious minority in this country. Yeah. I put that. Um, and to, to sort of feed into that, you know, that's that's kind of disheartening, unfortunately. But her career is going to be messed up, you know, obviously. Um, <laughs> somebody else in the news. Janine Pirro, Judge Janine Pirro, Judge Janine Pirro was talking about how the uh, state state rep from not state rep, the rep, U.S. rep from uh, Minnesota who wears the hijab, mm-hmm. that her wearing a hijab is against the U.S. Constitution, that she's betraying her country because she wears a hijab. Where at in the Constitution? Um, exactly. No, I'm asking. Did she give an example? She didn't give an example. And she's a uh, lawyer. And she's a lawyer. Right. <laughs> so she's saying like this. This she's. Uh, Wearing a hijab is against is a, is creating Sharia Sharia law in the United States. It's directly going against the U.S. Constitution, and I'm like, we have the the U.S. Constitution grants us freedom of religion. religion. Like, how are you? How is this a valid point? And you're a lawyer. Yeah, you should know better. So I think she's been. Suspended. But when it was written, it wasn't. It was freedom. So they were talking about the freedom to practice their certain section of Christianity. Yeah. They weren't talking about Islam. The Protestants and or, stuff. Yeah, that's what it came over from uh, Europe. Yeah, but this is it's kind of crazy. Like We're just still feeding this as a big, big, bigotry. You know, uh, Tucker, Tucker Carlson is um, under fire. It's <laughs> a videotape <laughs> but, of like, But leak. just now, though, that's how I don't get. Like, audio now? Tape. Just now? There's an audio tape leaked of him <laughs> saying a lot of offensive things, uh, more than the norm. Um, offensive things towards women, uh, minorities, and such. Minors. Minors. Right. <laughs> he, he didn't denounce it. He didn't even denounce it. Like this guy, he just thinks he can do whatever he wants mm-hmm. and get away with it. But he's but on Fox News. It is Fox News. Yeah, it's on Fox News. So that's all. Like just now, people are mad at him. Just right. now, it's crazy. Um, I mean, that's all I have so far for my current events. You know what? I ain't, I don't usually, I'm not the one to say stuff like this, but I love that shirt, man. <laughs> I woke up like this. I woke up hey. like this. In purple letters over the gray. I love it, man. Thank you. It's awesome. Thank you. 
Purple is such a good color. I'm trying to tell my colleagues, like, purple, black people and purple, just, it goes together. Oh, we're not going to talk about the college? The, the, the college scam? Oh, oh sh- y'all. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Do you don't know the college scam situation? Let's go. Aunt All Becky. Right. Aunt Becky from Full House. <laughs> and then uh, okay, Macy. Yeah, 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 talk Felicity about Hoffman. Felicity Hoffman. Um, yeah, but my thing is... It's Felicity Hoffman and William H. Macy. Like, what? she didn't, I don't think she acted, I don't think, I think they acted as a family in this. I don't think it was just her. Yeah. And then there's different degrees between Aunt know Becky. That? I think, I mean, yeah. for those who don't know, do we know that? Basically, the FBI has caught people who were paying their way, their kids' way into school. So they would pay anywhere between $50,000 up to, was like five hundred thousand dollars in some cases to well, get their kids. Let's be specific. Now, paying their way, you mean they would like forge that their kids were athletic, right? Forge that their kids were like top of their class or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just it was forgery. Yeah, they would like have them cheat on um, exams. It was a, a whole... yeah, like it was different degrees. Like what of uh, was it? It's a Felicity Hoffman. Yeah, what her like theirs is just 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 the cheating yeah whereas on becky it's they just straight pay to get their kids into usa everybody hey listen it's different degrees to it and it's, it's just funny because they weren't investigating another gentleman for securities fraud for the pump and dump mm-hmm. and he's like oh i i got some more stuff for you. <laughs> they, like, they threw all under the they bus threw all the people under the bus but i think that this is I don't think it just goes on at you know at the USC's and the Wake Forest. I think it goes on in state schools. Seriously, as well. you know how many parents are donors? They they put money towards buildings, get their name on a building. That's guaranteed legacy. Like the kids, all their kids and grandkids are on the But nobody has a problem with legacy. It's the same thing. It's yeah, the same. It's affirmative action for rich people. Right. Like it, but nobody has a problem with legacies. Yeah, you know. <laughs> when everybody was saying, you know, Aunt Becky, you know, I never watched Full House. <laughs> so I, Lori Lachlan, I know who she is. Right. But when everybody kept saying Aunt Becky, I'm like, is this like a new term or something? <laughs> and then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, the Full House chick. <laughs> I'm just so disheartened, though, because you got all these kids. I'm disappointed in Felicity, man. Yeah, uh, Yes. That's, that's my a... girl. I love her performances. But I'm like, come on, man, really? But think about all the kids who are denied access to education. Or they get access to education, but you got to pay all this money. Well, in, in. right now, there are a small group of Asian Americans that are basically trying to dismantle affirmative action because they feel like these spots are given to other people of color that don't deserve them over mm. them. And then now you have this big scandal where, you know, people are paying, I guess, through the side door. Right. Or they call it a side door to get into these big schools. And now there's another small group of Asian Americans mm. suing these schools. What was it for five hundred billions? <laughs> because they feel like they these kids were um, admitted and they didn't deserve to get let in. Mm. Honestly, we need to sue the, the federal government for these student loans. That's, <laughs> that's what we need to sue about. But. And again, it's so hypocritical because you hear like, oh, you know, you're only in here because you're black or because you're a minority. Little do we know, again, they had this whole little ring going on in the back where they don't even deserve to get in. Like you're you're paying your way for us and taking the spot away from a kid who truly deserves it. Yeah. And um, and it makes it makes the whole fight against firm action look horrible because now it's like, all right, you all still cheated the system. I'm all for quotas. As long as it gets people in the door. <laughs> I'm all for I that. I mean, if you think about historically how many people were, were locked out because of the color of their skin or their gender, hey, we need to do something to make it equitable. So, I, hey, I'm all for it. I'm um, all for that. But 
nothing is going to happen to like what is going to happen to these people because this has been going on for a long time yeah so what's going to happen to these degrees that have already been acquired sure. what's going to happen to the people that they're in their senior year of college so mm-hmm. like what is going and then they're saying they're not going to charge the the beneficiaries of right. this even though they are complicit like you know you don't do crew and you took right. pictures right like you know the setup of sat you know you don't go to a building where it's just you and a Proctor, that you take uh, when you take the SAT. There's a bunch of other people in the room, unless you legitimately have a learning disability. And there, a lot of these people they forged documentation yeah. stating that these kids had learning disabilities when they did not. Yeah, they they have to have some type of repercussions for this because that's that takes scam into a whole nother level. Like <laughs> this is all types of stuff. It's that it's the tax fraud because. These checks were written to a nonprofit, so did mm. they write these off on their taxes? Wow! And you know when they when you when when people donate like a mass amount of money to mm. nonprofits and they write it off on their taxes, we pay for that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so this has set off a chain of events. I'm I'm actually I'm looking forward to that that um, Dateline episode where they talk about this. <laughs> where it goes more in depth, right? Because I'm I'm looking forward to seeing like how did they do this? Who were the players? Like apparently like there was like this fake college access company or something set up, mm-hmm. and they kind of put the money through them, which is the nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Again, so I'm I'm really ready to see who's going to fall for this. But um, again, it's just it's just so disheartening. I think that the system itself for college has to change. It's based off of, of greed. Um, it's, it's making people who truly need the education, putting these people into debt for the rest of their lives. Well, I don't understand. If you have $500,000 to put <laughs> each of your daughters to make to get them in, not even for the tuition, just to it's get crazy. them. Like what what is the prestige associated with going to USC? Is it worth a million dollars? It's worth a million dollars? But it's about networking. Because think about that. The two girls, I'm Becky's daughters, were making a whole brand mm-hmm. off of being students, right? So they were barely going to class, but they were um, like influ- social media influencers, right? So they're bringing the university more money because more people are probably going to go ahead and apply, you know, to that school. Um, they're creating their whole little brand from it. And so they're marketing themselves. They use this as an opportunity to market their sales, make more money. So for them, it's an investment. It's like, hey, I invested five hundred thousand dollars in. They dropped out because they didn't want to be bullied. <laughs> right. <Thank> you. <laughs> um. Uh. Was now which one's daughter came out and said, you know, they didn't even want to go to that college or to Olivia J. That was yeah. um Aunt Becky's daughter. Okay. Okay. And you know they're probably so stupid in high school too. So it's like, yeah, and that's know. another thing. How do you know if she's you stupid? have five hundred? <laughs> if you have, you can't get into USC on your right. own. Especially you know, if that, you don't have the grades, if you, if you don't have the grades, well, v- videotaping evidence that you didn't even want to go to college right. while trying to promote your brand is not smart. Doesn't mean you're. But, you're but, first, <laughs> but first off, they probably went to the greatest private schools. They probably that's what the I'm most trying to say. The you best have tutors. access to good schools, private tutors. If you want to do crew, you can invest in a crew coach. Right. You have access to. A specific facility. So why couldn't you just get do that on your own? Apparently, they had no excuse. Think about it. Like you, you have the world in front of you on a pedestal. I'm not on your own, but do that without having to pay that five hundred thousand dollars up front just to get into USC. Right. Okay. So yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So I'm just looking at it. Not to say that they're dumb or unintelligent by any means. No. 
It's just that when you, you are, know, you have the grace to get into USC, right? Isn't and it was like it was Texas, USC, like schools that aren't even like that great, and they were cheating to get into it. So that's kind of where I'm like, yeah, this is a little strange. But I want to tell y'all about you know some something we don't see every day. That's a hashtag uh, Me Too um, redemption, I guess. Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, Fox and ne- ne- National Geographic is going to go forward with Cosmos, and I believe across the universe. They did their investigation. They found no wrongdoing on his part. So he got a job again. That's good. I mean, that's how it should be. You know, I think we have to vet the claims. Um, Oh, and James Gunn is directing Guardians 3. So mm. Disney hired him again, rehired him. So nothing came out of his. (laughs) Redeemable white man. (laughs) But but I think as long. What's that to do with him being white? Neil got redeemed. I mean, is anybody else other than a scientist? Yeah, but I mean, like, so, 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 what, what, what? Why make that comment? Go. Is what I'm asking. Because though. it's easier for white men to be redeemed than other people of color. He got put on suspension as long as Neil did. That's one black person. Give me one, five. This is one white guy. But there are. But they are. Uh, what about uh, Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, he's still kind of walking. He's around still right walking now. around. His movies are still being played. We're talking about James Gunn. But no, you. you but you compare his situation to Neil's, and it's not the same. You're saying, oh, I didn't compare him. I said Neil, and then I brought up James Gunn. Well, I'm he, saying like he's then you like said the, a one redeemable white man. I'm like, okay. I just told you about a black guy that got redeemed. Okay, that's one. Versus all the other black men in this system. I just don't know why. It's like, whatever. All right, let's move but, on. What we got? <laughs> no, we let's talk about the. We got to. We got to talk we about really? this. Let's resolve this. All right, talk. Can it be resolved? I mean, because I I understand why you make comments like that. I understand, but I mean, like, <laughs> is it is it necessary all yes, the time? Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. This is going to be an agree-to-disagree thing, Eric. Okay. All right, okay. So let's, <laughs> let's move on to the hip-hop corner. Shana, anything that you listen to? I don't want this. I don't know if it's hip-hop, but Anderson Pack he dropped this uh, new single called King James, but it's more of like an R&B. His um, new album is going to be uh, more R&B than the last one. Okay. Okay, I'm all for it. I got to listen to it. Anything else? Mm-mm. Okay. Anthony, you ready? Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw a movie called Tyrell. It has um Jason Mitchell in it. Um, so basically, the the bare bones plot is it's kind of it's kind of made in the vein of Get Out. They were kind of made at the same time, really. But um, Jason Mitchell, uh, he has a friend. He has a white friend that invites him to go out um, go out in the woods with his other white friends. Why well, they gotta be white? <laughs> Well, yeah, no, why you got to talk about that all the time? <laughs> well, there's a reason for it, Shayna. So basically <laughs> okay, the movie. You can take the, the cape mo- off. You can, you know, leave it outside the door. You can take your cape off. No, anytime. my cape. No, I don't have on a cape. I don't have one on either. Yes, you do. I have one on all the time. Why you started You started with me. I didn't. Yes, you did. Why you got to talk about it all the time? I mean, I'm going to make an opinion. Okay, and I had mine. It ain't bashing you. You just looking at it bashing. Why you? Why you always gotta be on ten, bro? Like chill. You was on ten when you came at me. I wasn't on ten. Okay, go ahead with your movie review. So my movie review is (laughs) Tyrell. um, So it's about the movie is about black uncomfortability. So he's out here in the woods with with these guys, and he's he's a little out of his element. Jason Mitchell plays the film well. It goes as cringe comedy because microaggressions kind of like happen throughout the movie. 
And um, nothing really builds to like a huge like fiery climax, but it's really just about like black uncomfortability and culture clash. Okay, so I say it's it's pretty solid. So I give it a it. give it a give it a three out of five. Nice indie check, film. Got to check that out. Um, I got a film that I watched on the plane to L.A. past couple of days. Uh, a Star is Born. <laughs> that was the first time I got to see it. Did you like it? Uh, it was good. It was good. They. I got. Did you see? I have you commend. seen the original? No, I didn't see the original. Uh, was it Barbara Streisand? Yeah. Me? But I got to commend the the performance of um, Lady Gaga. I think she did an amazing job. She kind of showed some some personality that I didn't know that she had within her her ability. Um, and Bradley Cooper did a good job. He directed a good movie. I think that. I mean, it was sad. It was a sad ending. I don't know if y'all got to see it. You know, I shed a little tear. Well, end, you know but. what? That's you know that's the ending. Like with the. With the originals as well, like you know, that's how the original films end. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think he does it in a really resonant, um, powerful way. Yeah, but it was pretty good. I, I definitely highly recommend. Those who didn't see it, definitely go see it. Were you impressed with uh, Bradley Cooper's vocals? Um, I mean, they were, they were okay. It was okay, and I think his whole like low voice that he used throughout the whole movie, um, I didn't really care for. It just kind of sounded weird. But overall, again, the acting was was decent. I I think Lady Gaga acted her butt off on this one. Bradley Cooper, he was he's Bradley Cooper. Um but overall I'll probably give it out of five stars. Probably a good solid four. Oh, you know, I saw eighth grade. Eighth grade was pretty good, man. Uh Bo Burnham, he's a comedian. He wrote and directed a film called Eighth Grade. It's about a um a girl in um about to on her way to high school. That's just, I mean, really, it's just about following her through her eighth grade year. She goes through a lot of things. She goes through, like, um, learning how to be an adult, learning, because social media plays a key in it. Because, you know, mm-hmm. little kids now, they got, like, the key to stuff like Instagram and Snapchat and all the stuff that we didn't have the key to when we were in their age. Yeah. So it, it it also leads to her, like, being on her phone a lot, looking on social media a lot, and um, kind of being a little detached with reality. And there's her dad there to kind of keep her grounded. It's mm-hmm. a pretty good dramedy. I'd recommend it. Okay. Infinity War trailer. Did y'all see it? I didn't see the new one. I, mean, I saw part of it. I didn't. I just saw the original one that came out. Um, a new one came out? Like, mm-hmm. hmm, let me look it up. <laughs> right now. How long? Like two minutes? It's like two minutes. Okay. It didn't really give you any anything. But they do a good job of deceiving you in their trailers. Like You think it's going to be one thing, and then it's like, oh, this is not what it seemed at all. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think um, between Captain Marvel, you know, us, Infinity War, this year is going to be amazing when it comes to movies. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, speaking of, I was looking at some of the promotion for us. It's all over the it's place. All, it's all over the place. But they did such a great job of sort of keeping it still. Because like, the original South by Southwest was like a week ago, two weeks ago, where they showed it. Um so they showed the film ahead of time. They did a good job of keeping the spoilers away because I feel like I haven't really been spoiled at all. Uh-uh. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one next week. We'll have a whole recap next week of us. So definitely look forward to that. Okay. I got a general question about spoilers. Yeah. When it comes to like TV shows and movies, what is the appropriate time when you can like on social media where you can spoil it? I would say for movies, I, probably, I would say the next week. Because I would give you the weekend to see it. For instance, like if, if this is a show that came on or a movie that came out on Friday, I'd give you the weekend to see it. But that next Friday, we talking about it. 
I think so. it comes down to transparency, you know, letting people know, hey, yo, I'm about to give a spoiler right quick and then say what you got to say about, right. the, about the project. I agree, too. Um, TV shows are a little bit different because everything's kind of on demand now. So I don't really feel bad. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, you can see it anytime, anywhere. Uh, but movies are a little bit different. Yeah, I think the transparency is also key because I like I, like I was saying before, I had read an Infinity War uh, spoiler like Thursday afternoon. Oh, dang. Seriously? Yes. I was like, oh, y'all did all that hyping up a Black Panther and he died. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's messed up. I was like, what? That's messed up. First of all, why can't we enjoy Black Panther? (laughs) Second of all, like, why would you say that? I just feel feel like people will spoil movies, especially if they don't give you sort of a, a warning. They're just they're bad people. Don't be don't be friends with those people. Unfollow them directly, um, because yeah, that's wrong. That's bold. I would never do that to y'all. Never. Nah, I would say I'd, I'd appreciate I it if you, if you if you don't do it. <laughs> um, so Jaden Smith, oh, you yeah. know, he's helping out the Flint water crisis, and shout um, out yeah, shout out to Jaden. From what I see here, he is um used his foundation to deploy a mo- mobile water filtration system known as the water box that reduces lead and other potential contaminants. Contaminants, excuse me. That's awesome. You got to commend him. Like he's he's definitely putting his money where his mouth is and you know I wish more artists would shed light on the situation of Flint cuz it's it's been 5 years, something like that has been crazy. Like well, I know uh you know specifically of like local rappers and you know athletes that have gotten together to try to you know, band together to get mm-hmm. this issue fixed. And I mean, and while it's commendable, that's the job of our government. True. Because this is infrastructure. True. This was a, a failure of our infrastructure. So yeah. it is up to the government to fix this. And I don't see the urgency. Like there's urgency within our community, but there's only so much that we can do as regular people, as athletes, as entertainers. But this is the government's job because this was the government's failure. Yeah, that's so true. There's no reason that us as civilians would, should have to do this. You're right. But again, I think that in a situation, if the, the government's not doing it, we got to do it ourselves. So, hey, whatever, whatever I mean, works. I definitely um, commend, you know, Jaden Smith because of like the, the, because of the sense of urgency that he has. You know how much time it has to plan, like you have to plan to implement something like this, how much money you have to personally invest in something like this yeah. and then to see it all the way through. It's yeah. definitely commendable. Yeah, the Smiths, I mean, they, they raised some good kids. I think they are a little bit out there, they're a little strange, but <laughs> at the end of the day, they like they, they want they care about people and care about the environment. And that's that's good. They they are definitely good examples examples of uh, you know, who are her kids try to strive to emulate. But I don't necessarily listen to Jaden's music, but you know, he's he spoke about this in his rhymes about yeah. trying to like just more or less create a better world. Yeah. And uh yeah. Yeah, something, but yeah, I'm, I'm just more rap like that taking over the airwaves. It just doesn't sell, though. That's the issue. You know, we got Megan, we got Megan the Stallion, <laughs> <laughs> the City Girls, and all of them. City Girls. Yeah, I mean, but in, at the end of the day, people want to just enjoy music, which I understand. Like, you don't always want a message, but you got to have someone that can got, tow that line of yeah. like making music that slaps and giving out a message. I agree, but that's why I don't listen to J Cole. But uh, <laughs> Let me stop J. J. Cole, he's he's good, man. Just not my style. Okay. Speaking of music, I, you're on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I'm on Twitter. Do you follow Talib Kweli? I don't think. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. okay. 
Yeah. What do you do? Like he's always tweeting, like twenty four seven. See, and if do you don't agree with him, it doesn't matter like what it is that you specifically don't agree with him on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter like what color you are. You're a Nazi <laughs> or a Nazi supporter. <laughs> like I, I really honestly think that he has allowed his Twitter. Like if you're on Twitter, if you're not on Twitter, and you like you can, I feel like like I'm actually kind of jealous of Anthony. Like in this regard, because yeah. he's not on Twitter. Because of Twitter, I can no longer enjoy to live quality. <laughs> I can see that. I mean, a lot of times people, when you have a platform to say whatever you want at any time of the day, you take advantage of it. You just sort of, for me, you're just deluding yourself because you're constantly just you know putting stuff out there. That, like just hilarious. Yeah, like just hilarious. Like you're doing stuff for likes. You're doing stuff just to be controversial, um, which I don't really care for. Like I hate when people just do that. Like they troll just to troll. I, don't, I try not to get too close to my favorite artists and favorite filmmakers and stuff because – it, it clouds my judgment of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even with the whole Kanye West supporting Trump thing, like I just I couldn't get past it. And everything after Life of Pablo, I just didn't listen to like solely by him. Like mm. I listened to Daytona and Nasir. That's the exception. But I just I just had to give up anything after Pablo after that. Like it it <laughs> it just don't sit right in your soul. Like when you like try to listen to it, like yeah. once like an artist is like tainted in your eye, like yeah. you can't like then like. Like I can't, like I can't listen to Kanye. Like I, yeah. like I can't. Like ugh. it don't matter. Like it don't matter how old the song yeah. is. Like I, like yeah, I can't listen. It's, it's to like that. with Chick Fil A. It's like Chick Fil A is, is amazing, but you know what they stand for, right? And it's like, <laughs> and it's, but it's still delicious. It's still delicious, but you're like, uh, oh yeah, I've been guilty of that. Like, I don't know if I should, if I agree with what they, the owner says. But and the customer good. service. Oh, the customer service is, is excellent. Like they're they're by far the most pleasant people in the world. Can I have an extra sauce? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't I'm give sorry, you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for making you have to ask for an extra sauce. Like that's that's amazing customer service. But they are some uh, religious zealots over there. But <laughs> um, but for me though, it's just like you have to you have to just sort of sometimes you got to separate the two, right? You know, everyone has their personal flaws and character flaws. But their music is kind of, if it's good music, you can always, you know. But also, like, I guess it. with celebrities and social media, like with me, I can say something stupid. And I have <laughs> said stupid things on social media. Yeah. I can look back, like, you know, Facebook. Sometimes I can look back five minutes later and be like, this is stupid. Right. Delete. And then sometimes Facebook does that thing like, oh, you said this eight years ago. Like, yeah. oh, man, this is like, stupid. Did I say that? This is stupid. Delete. Right. But celebrities don't have that luxury. If they say something stupid, they can change their mind a second later, but somebody has screenshotted it. Yeah. Somebody then wrote an op-ed about it. Like, You got to chalk it up to the game. I mean, that's that's just the profession you win. You're going to be scrutinized by things. So, hey, you put yourself, you want that fame, you're going to have to deal with the consequences of it. So I don't care. But I think, like, the whole point of, I don't know, as far as a celebrity – I thought that the whole point of being on social media was to engage with your fans. Mm. And a lot of people, like a lot of celebrities, they may say stuff and then they'll just drop it and they won't engage or they'll engage with trolls. (laughs) They won't engage with like people that are actually supporting their art, supporting their ideas. I mean, but I think as, as fans, we, we, we're kind of the problem. Like I think that we expect them to sort of align with our point of view, but when they may have a whole different set of, of, preferences and and whatever but um we kind of project ourselves onto them when that might be the case right 
And I just think we just got to check ourselves as fans and realize that, all right, we got to, we have to sort of separate who they are from their music or, or from their art. Um, and that's the best way to do it. So you don't get it, you know, conflated. Um, but for me, that's why I don't really follow a lot of celebrities like that. I don't really care for their opinions, honestly. I don't know. Just not, that's just me. I don't follow celebrities because of because of the trolls. Right. Like as far as like Instagram goes, yeah. like so a lot of times, like the first right. comment you will see is like super negative. Yeah. You know what? I guess you're right. I mean, there's gonna be negativity with because people are just gonna hate regardless. But um, for me, I don't follow celebrities. For the most part, even like with with Donald Trump, I don't follow him at all, and I have a lot of friends who follow his Twitter. I don't understand. I'm like, why? Why? Like, yeah, why waste your time with that? And I'm like, I don't really care for an artificial view of your life. Like, most of the times they're posting stuff that's always like super up, super happy, you know. Um, when that's not their reality, like they're they have issues like the rest of us. They're going through stuff, but that image that they're trying to portray is always going to be positive. And I'm like, that's not authentic. That's not who you really are. He tweeted about New Zealand. What do you say? He's just like, we look like, I, it, I mean, it was like supportive, but it was like Donald Trump supportive. <laughs> like, yeah. we love New Zealand. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> See, and, and the one thing, and I think there's another tweet he sent, um, was like warmest sympathies or something like that. Like, warmest, who says that? Like, warmest sympathies? It's just some of the things that he says is kind of just, it's, it's strange. Just, <laughs> It's a little bit off color. It's like off putting, but um, again, that's why I don't I don't follow him or a lot of these political figures because I I'm, just need to decompress from. Him. I think that as far as following, you need to follow your local politicians on social media. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Local, you need to sure. follow your local politicians on Twitter, Facebook, and you need to actively engage with them mm. because you voted for them and they need to answer to you. And politicians, I will say this: politicians are different because of that. Like what you said, they represent you. Right. So if you have an opinion and it's hard to reach them, you can always tweet them or, you know, send them a, a DM or whatever. Um, so I, I agree with you on that. But I think following celebrities, it's up to your own caution. You know, it's, you know, be as cautious as possible. Uh, and again, which is why I typically just follow like sports teams and because I just like sports. <laughs> oh, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> oh, the whole situation where someone in the stand said they said something to him. Talking about get down offensive. on your knees like you used to. Yeah. Like you're used to. Yeah. I mean, he was like, on everything I love. Like, if you hear somebody say on everything I love, like, it's, going, yeah, it's, it's, a wrap. It's, it's, it's a wrap. But, yeah, they ended up banning him from attending games in Utah. So what are your thoughts on that? Like, how, in a profession but such as the NBA, where your fans are in such close proximity to you, is it fair game for them? No, not to be not to be racist or homophobic and suggest mm. that he sucks dick. <laughs> like yeah. that no, you don't you don't have the right to do that. The only thing you have to, the right to do is sit there and enjoy the game. Yeah. That's what you paid for. Sure. And I don't care if they're they're on your team and they're not doing what you they what you want them to do or if mm. they're on the opposing team and they're doing great which which you don't want them to do. Mm. You don't have the right to dehumanize them through your language. So what about that situation where I think it was with Russell West, Westbrook as well? Like a little kid touched him? Did you he see that? hit him. Yeah, was- I mean, I understand that it's a little kid and he's this big six, seven, but you don't yeah. touch me. Yeah. But I just think the, the the game, though, is unlike the NFL where you kind of got this barrier between mm-hmm. you and the players. Like, you're, like if you got court seats, you literally right there. 
So you're going I think to hear it's some one. Uh, is it one of the only sports where there's no barrier? Because yeah. there's even a barrier in hockey. There's a barrier in hockey for safety reasons. Um, football. Football, yeah. Yeah, I think. Baseball, because they're in the dugout. Like, you can't yeah. touch, like, you can't reach out and touch a player. Sure, yeah. NBA is one of the only ones where you can actually have be in such close proximity. But I think that kind of is, there's no, really no way to sort of police that, I don't think. It's, it's it's almost impossible. You can't catch everyone, right? The one guy he said it loud enough to where, you know, Russell was able to hear it. But I'm sure everyone's like saying something. And then there are other videos from different vantage points that kind of solidify what he was saying. And then also the gentleman, his Twitter, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where they dug up old tweets mm. where he was, you know, talking about Russell Westbrook like from years ago or months ago. I got a question for y'all as a celebrity or a professional athlete, do you automatically give up your right to privacy? I don't think so. You don't automatically give up your right, but, you know, your privacy won't be taken into consideration and as, as much as it used to be. Mm. Yeah, because I'm thinking, you know, as a basketball player, if I'm on the court and I hear people, you know, say things that I may not like or maybe touch me inadvertently, it's kind of like... There's nothing you can really do. I mean, that's just sort of is what it is. Um, and I don't think the league's going to change any policies. They're not going to make it to where they protect players anymore. Because I think that that's why people kind of like the NBA because you do have the sense of connectedness with the players, mm-hmm. as opposed to the NFL where everyone's wearing like you know these uniforms. You can't really see them. Um, so I think that's kind of just a part of the game. You know, I feel sorry for like. Not to cut you off, um, it it is part of the game. I feel sorry for like some of the players and the celebrities that like you know, they're just good at their jobs, but because their name is well known for being in like a big screen film, like their mm-hmm. privacy is just shat. Yeah. Or they um they they won the MVP or they won like a championship game, Super Bowl, whatever. You know, their privacy because of all that is just shat. When they're yeah. really just good at their job. Yeah. So those are people I feel like sorry for the people that kind of like want the fame and attention. I mean. More or less, I mean, they're kind of getting what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was in LAX coming back from um, or going to LA, and humble flex. Right, right, just a little <laughs> bit humble brag. Um, but you see, like the paparazzi kind of lined up waiting for people to get out. I couldn't imagine, like, you're just trying to take a simple flight somewhere, and you're constantly being just observed and scrutinized, and you know, filmed. That has to be a, a tough existence. Um, but at the end of the day, if you want to get out of it, you can always get out. Or if you is that true? I mean, you can you can back yourself away. Like you don't always necessarily have to be in the the limelight. If you decide, like, hey, I'm just going to, you know, have somebody else shot for me. I think Oprah has someone else shot for her all the time. Um, but again, there's just some of the basic things about normal life that you have to give up sometimes in those positions. I but know. I think us as fans, we shouldn't feel so entitled to people that we like when we enjoy their talent. Like, I shouldn't yeah. feel entitled to your time outside of what you do. Now, if I pay to see you in concert right. and you don't show up on time, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm if I'm out in public and I see you in public, I'm not entitled to you while yeah. you're not, when you technically, when you're not on the clock. I, I can see that. Um, but again, I think that as a celebrity, you have to, understand that people are going to view and it's like fishbowl so you don't really you're kind of now this the spectacle that people just look at 
So, yes, you're not entitled as a fan, but if a little kid asks you for an autograph, should you deny it? No, I don't think. You, no, you like you would. <laughs> I mean, if it's a little kid, like hey, hey if you're here, out to we... dinner with your family, I'm not going to interrupt it to ask for an autograph. I shouldn't mm-hmm. interrupt it. I'll just say I shouldn't interrupt it to ask for an autograph. Okay. Like, all right. I mean, I think it's just personal. I think as a parent, I'll teach my kid like, hey, don't go up to anyone if they are busy. It depends on one's perspective, you know, because Mm -hmm. I feel like with certain like people, it depends on one's perspective. perspective. It's like, okay, he's out to dinner. I'm out to dinner. I'm just Mm -hmm. show up real quick. Say, hey, can you sign this for my son? You Mm -hmm. know, and and most people be like, okay, he's out to dinner. I'm not going to bother him. It depends on on one's perspective. Yeah. Real quick. I forgot um, to ask. How was Nicole's? Oh party. yeah, Nicole's party. Okay, so Nicole's party. So um, <laughs> um, I came in the door with Corona in my hand, <laughs> and I had um, I had met Nicole's mother and father, good people. Met her boyfriend too, a uh, good guy. Um, so as I was walking through the party, because there's two parties in one. There's Nicole and her roommates' party. <laughs> uh, Nicole's party was small. Um, throughout the rest of the house was the other girls' party, which had a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. So as I'm Going towards the, the backyard with my beer, I realize I'm one of two black people in the whole house. <laughs> so um, I go in the back. I drop the beer off. Um, I come back and say what up to Nicole. And Nicole misses us as usual. Shout out to her. And um, you know how usually she likes to quote Wakanda forever? Yeah. Now she's quoting the um, Gail King R. Kelly interview. <laughs> like, like, um, Y'all killing me with this shit. <laughs> she was saying that multiple times throughout the night. Uh. Oh my god! You're killing me, man. <laughs> we played a fun game called um, "What Do You Mean?" So basically, uh, you you pull out a meme and you put it in the center of the table, and everybody has seven cards for what the meme could be. Yeah. Like um, when your mom tells you uh, she went to your text messages on your phone. Like so, somebody draws a card, and you know the the person who's the judge shuffles the card, and whoever has the best fitting meme wins that card. Yeah, now, did y'all do? The like the social where whoever has the most Instagram followers, they were the one that went first. No, no, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> play that one. Yeah, we were supposed to play that at the uh, house party I went to last night, but I left it. <laughs> That's a fun game. That's a fun game. I enjoy it. So, so it you is. had a good time. It was a good time, yeah. man. I um, I'm I'm adaptable in situations like that. I wasn't yeah. always, but state helped me learn to be adaptable in situations yeah. like that. Awesome, awesome. Um. On a side note, on a personal note, I decided to pick up a hobby. Okay. I'm doing photography now. Oh. Yeah. I bought a, a DSLR. Get him um, now, white cheek. Right. <laughs> I bought a camera. I'm, I'm playing with some stuff right now in terms of, like, figuring out the iOS and, the, you know, sort of um, how do you like the aperture, st- shutter speed, you know, how it sort of impacts the picture. So I'm, I'm working on it. So give me about a month or so. I'm going to be out here selling pics, you know, headshots, $25. <laughs> <laughs> wedding photos, prom pics, yeah. Just so, so hit me up. Can we talk? Um, and I got y'all. Now, are you the type of person to pick up a hobby and then drop it? Um, it depends. Like for instance, if it's a hobby where it requires me to like do a lot of things on like a lot of practicing, I probably would drop it. <laughs> With the camera, it's a little bit different, though. I can just pick it up and shoot around the house, you know, or just, like, take it with me, you know, to a park or something, just take pictures. So it doesn't require me to go, like, out of my way. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, like, learning how to play piano or something or learn how to play guitar. 
like you got to actually sit down for a certain amount of time per week, per day or, or whatnot and just kind of learn. That's an interesting uh, choice there, man. What made you get into that? You know what? I always liked to take pictures. It was just I never thought I was good enough. But then I, I was talking to my friend. We were talking about how art is all it's just so subjective. Right? Um, just because someone may not think it's a nice, decent form of art, your picture looks good, doesn't mean it doesn't look good to you. right? So I was like, let me just give it a try. Let me see what I can do. Um, I created my, my Instagram ac- account for my pictures. It's called, what is it? Ross underscore, no, Rick underscore N underscore Ross. So my Rick and Ross? Rick and Ross, yeah, because my middle name is Ross. Um, Where's the Rick come from? Eric, just the short, short version. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because it was kind of hard finding, like, Eric McLeod you know, for, <laughs> for a username. I'm like, nah, I don't want to use that. So I had to do something different. But, um, yeah, follow me, Rick and Ross, on Instagram. I got a few pictures up. Looks pretty good, hey. Okay. I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. So, um, at the beginning of Jordan's swim season, she wasn't like as good as she is now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she asked me for a phone. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, if you give me some ribbons, I'll get you a phone." <laughs> and she was like, "Well, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get nine ribbons." So she got eleven. So a week ago, I got That's her good. a phone. Nice. And she's already getting on my nerves. Is she, is she calling people already? She no, calling? I with the because I got her a an older iPhone mm-hmm. because I have an iPhone. So there's like settings on the phone. Like she has a screen like limit. She can only be on it like total three hours a day. Wow. And then after that, she has to send me like requests, like um, if she needs more time to listen to music or mm-hmm. watch Netflix. And stuff like that. And then she can only use her phone in between 10 and 830. Dang, so that's, that's real strict. So, you know, she's with her dad. So I get a request at 7. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got another request. And I just got a request for Jordan requested more screen time for music. Like, um, nope. <laughs> so, how did, so you can just shut it off from your end? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like, like it's like a certain app, or is that just built into the family plan? It's built into the family plan. I like that. I didn't realize that they they were that advanced. Because I know for me, it's just like I had the minute phone growing up. So if I ran out of minutes, that's yeah, it was <laughs> that a was hell. That was <laughs> hell. It was the worst. Like you had a certain amount of minutes for text, for a certain amount of time for for phone calls. I'm like, this is the worst. Thing <laughs> I ever. hate my minute phone, man. I'm like, but you I'm know like, what? <laughs> nowadays, I kind of wish I still had it because this thing is kind of like an arm and a leg. For real. I just, it, it's ridiculous how much we like need. Seriously, I got in my hand our right phones, now. but we need everything but the phone <laughs> part of our phone because it becomes it's literally a, a computer in your hand. So you do it to research, put it in your calendar, whatever. Um, I can't live with the, without this thing. I tried for like a few days to just like sit it down and not think about it. It's hard because I'm like, oh, I got an email coming in. I got this to do, that to do. Yeah, I can finally say I did pay mine off though. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm free. So you were locked into that that slavery contract, huh? Yeah. They they get you for three years, no two years. Yeah, Crazy. I bought her a prepaid What's phone. I got her a prepaid phone, and the the customer service rep was like, I don't understand why more parents don't do this. You would think, right? Like he was like, because he said after a couple of months, 
you can add her to the family plan, which I'm not going to do. But mm. <laughs> he was like, I don't understand why more parents do this to you because they get the phone. You got to lease the phone. Right. And no matter what they I'm like, because I can because I got a prepaid phone. If she act up, I can shut it down. That's true. Next. That, makes, that makes sense, though. But, you know, I think that um, it depends on whether your kid wants because usually prepaid phones are a little bit older, right? For the most part. Yeah. And it could be expensive. You buy like a prepaid phone that's like an iPhone eight or ten, or whatever. Like yeah, yeah I'm not. So. I got her a seven. It was two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's what that's my sister was like. That's it. <laughs> two fifty. It was two hundred and fifty dollars. Because I know, like the tens are what, like almost a thousand. Yeah, the tens are a thousand. And you're not getting you're not getting a better phone than me. Yeah. I go right. to work and I don't have a ten. You got to watch <laughs> with these little boys. Make sure she ain't. You know. I have to monitor her because. Like, I have to teach her, like, I, before she had, like, unlimited access to my mother's phone. And mm-hmm. I would have to tell her, like, proper phone etiquette where if you call somebody and it rings, right. they got your phone call, don't call them again. Because she would do her dad like that. And, of course, your daddy don't mind. It's your dad. But, right. like, you know, he got it, you know. So, or she'll be like, she'll text her friend. Like, she texts her friend on her phone. Like, hey, this is Jordan. How are you? And just sent a whole bunch of emojis. I'm like, Jordan, you can't. Mm. I mean, she 10, so she probably yeah. understand, but you can't do that. Like, if you say, hey, this is Jordan, yeah. wait for her to respond before you send a whole bunch of other text messages. I got a question. What was the first time y'all got your phone? Your, first, your only cell phone, your first cell phone? I know I was double digits. I don't know when. Um, I want to say 12 or 13, maybe. Mm. I was 13. 13. And that was the 90s. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So they were like the big ones. You had to flip them boys open. I never the used it. That's the that's the point. I've had the same number for 20. <laughs> I've had the same number for I've had the too. same number for 22 years. For 22? That's a long time for the same number. You it's a gift and it. a curse. You got to change it up because you get. All, I'm sure you get a lot of these telemarketers calling you. I get telemarketers, old boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> I started off. I started off with T-Mobile, which mm-hmm. was the pay-as-you-go. Yeah. I transferred over to AT&T, which was still pay-as-you-go. Then I upgraded to the iPhone, stayed with AT&T for a while. Now I'm going full circle and with Metro, which mm-hmm. is by T-Mobile now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it had the um, – it was this Motorola phone, I remember. I think I had that. Yeah, that was my that was, was my flip favorite. phone? You have the flip phone. Yeah, yeah. I had that. <laughs> but I remember when I was in uh, my senior year of high school, I got one of the ones that flipped over. What was it called? The sidekick? The, the sidekick. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had that in college. The sidekick? <laughs> I was killing it. Man, I, I had else. two phones. I had that, and I had a neck tail. You couldn't tell me <laughs> shit. You couldn't <laughs> tell me nothing. Chirp, chirp, chirp. You'd be in class like, where your ass at? Like, man, send an alert first. Hey, who thought putting a microphone on your phone or like a walkie-talkie <laughs> on your phone was a good idea? I don't know, and that's why it's not here anymore. It's, like, it's no not more. a good idea. <laughs> where you chirp, at, dog? Where you at? Yeah, that Everybody hearing your conversations? Yeah. That's crazy. It's just some things I'm like, why do we do? Because uh, it was cool, man. And the walkie-talkie part of the Nextel had better service than the actual phone service. Like, I can walkie-talkie you with like without fail, but, you, but if I call you and I'm in the car, it's going to drop. You could be in the middle of a, a forest <laughs> and still hear that little chirp. I know, That's crazy. I know when they first announced the iPhone, a lot of people clowned it like, how am I supposed to hold this up to my face? I'm going to look <laughs> right. stupid. Not right. everybody has Not one. everybody got. Right. I mean, what was the appeal with the iPhone over the other ones? Like, I feel like the flip phones weren't bad or even though like the um, 
The Blackberries. The Blackberries weren't bad. Well, yeah. if you're used to like Apple, like I had like an iPod and a phone. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like if you if you if you had the idea of merging them together, that yeah. was genius. Still is genius. Yeah. But my thing is like even the, the typewriter on this the iPhones aren't that great. Like yes, they make it a little bit easier now. But it's so much more difficult to type on a screen than it is with actual physical, you know, keys. Depends on how you use it. So, look, um, disregarding everything we've read online, I haven't read anything because I like to be surprised. But so, quick moment: us pregame, you know, oh, yeah. playoffs. We almost <laughs> close. Almost. What, what, what are we expecting here? You know what? Expecting a little humor. Little I'm scares. trying to walk into this movie without any expectations. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at it as being. Um, Jordan Peele obviously is a comedian, so I think there's going to be aspects of, of comic relief within it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also going to be like the jump scares. I'm, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, you got to have jump scares, right? But for the most part, I'm I'm tempering 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 my expectations because I I don't want to be swayed in any way. I'm just like, all right, let me just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, and I and I enjoy that I um that he's making his own lane. Yeah. They say the Hitchcock. The Hitchcock of... Uh, but I did read an article that said that, no, he's not the new Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock. He's the new Jordan Peele. Yeah. He's Jordan Peele. So. I feel like that's 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 better to, for a director to call themselves that. Because I feel like some directors, they model off their favorite directors with their first film, then they mm-hmm. come into their own. You know, yeah. Jordan is coming into his own like every director should. Yeah. Um, I think with this one, I'm gonna look at it like it's its own film. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna connect it to Get Out, even though they might take place in the same universe. I don't know. He didn't even confirm that, so I'm not even gonna go off that. But yeah, yeah, that's the difficult part. Like when you're looking at someone who's following up their work with from a previous um, movie that was amazing, it's gonna be always a sense of comparison. I'm trying to I'm trying not to do that. Um, and from what I'm like, the, some things I read, they say don't do it as well. Um, but overall, though, I'm looking at Jordan Peele as being like 20 years down the line. How will we describe this guy? And it's kind of hard to say right now. I think he's a sort of a. a I think we will put him and Donald Glover like because they both kind of had the same history, like as mm-hmm. innovators. You know, you got Donald Glover who started off with music and writing for 30 Rock and then went on community and yeah. started Atlanta, then started getting more of a name at the same time with music. You know, with Jordan Peele, he came from Mad TV, mm-hmm. um, started Key and Peele with Key, and then, you know, started directing and being behind the camera. You know, they're both innovators. Yeah. Speaking of Key, did y'all, did, did, did any of you guys watch uh, Friends from College? I saw the first season. I want to watch the second. I saw a few episodes. Oh, okay. Oh, so uh, you weren't in, yeah, they canceled it, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. That's a funny show. Like, I, I really like the first season. A lot of people don't like it because the characters are unlikable, but to me, that's why it's funny. Yeah, because, like you don't, you can't have a favorite. Like yeah. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's unlikable, but they're unlikable <laughs> in a funny way. I wonder why Keegan Michael Michael Key doesn't get as much like play as as Jordan. Obviously, Jordan has done some great work. I mean, I, I think, think he good. does. He has his acclaim, you know, in, in his roles. I he's think from he Detroit. he's from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like even when in his comedic roles, he does bring kind of a dramatic edge. So I think they they both have their acclaim. Mm. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, Jordan didn't bring him in no more. Like more work, but I guess that's not his lane, though. Well, it makes you think he didn't. Yeah, sure. Okay, I don't know. Or like, I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to like, like being in the industry and having a partner and then trying to forge your own lane without that partner. Mm. Kind of yeah. like a Keenan Thompson. Yeah, even though I true. thought I always thought Kel Mitchell was funnier, 
but I get way. not trying to be always want to be Kenan and Kel or Ken yeah. Peel. Right. Because he was the Ann Peel. He wasn't. Right, that's true. That's true. <laughs> even to this day, they're still cool, Kenan and Kel. Like, they're planning on reviving um, all that. But even, nah. like, looking even like looking at Outkast, like, you know, Andre did his own thing and Big Boy stayed with music, but I'm sure they were still cool, you yeah. know. Sometimes but there's a, there's a contractual thing and, like, a moral thing with Andre 3000 as to where he's not going to – he's like, if I can't do it with my friend and I ain't going to do it, like, he doesn't – when he mm-hmm. does features, he doesn't do the video because I, I can't do videos with my friend. Oh. So I'm not going to do like when he like it's known up front that if he does a feature that he's not going to do the video because of the whole thing with um, with their record company. Like once you go diamond, it's time to renegotiate. I agree. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they haven't come to a conclusion with that. Mm. So I I get that. So by his friend, you mean mean big big boy. boy, big boy. Okay. Yeah, but I, I agree with forging your own identity. You have to sort of be known for who you are on your own. Um, but in some cases, though, you don't want to. I feel like if you came in with that person, you got to at least like help that person, <laughs> or at least help advance their career as well. I don't know the whole situation with with um, Ken Pill. I'm sure he is, but I would hate to see my buddy who I came in with. He ain't getting his shine, right? But Key is getting his shine. Like, I I don't know. Maybe we're not looking at it from the same viewpoint. Yeah, I, but I, I think that he is. You know, he has his own show on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's doing his own thing. Okay, maybe I'm just yeah, <laughs> misjudging. It's just because you don't see a film by Keegan-Michael Key that you're right. like, oh, man, Key, Key ain't <laughs> yeah, making it. Key yeah. ain't got no Oscar. <laughs> oh, shoot, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Are you drunk? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, we didn't take our shot. shots. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, it's almost time. Yeah, since this is St. Patrick's Day, I think we should wait till he get another shot. Cause yeah, 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 don't, don't, don't. He spilled. Yeah, half wait of on it. me, wait on me, please. Because we got to celebrate St. Patrick's Day and do it right, right? Yeah. I mean, for me, do you have any plans after this, or y'all just? No. I want to go out and drink. Uh, <laughs> I drink a lot. No, you drank yesterday. Yeah, a little I bit. Drink. Y'all keep talking. I'm about to go refill. <laughs> yeah, but um. I'm thinking on like again when I'm looking at sort of Jordan Peele and his success. I'm kind of glad that he did it that way though because it seemed like he was um it was just, it was just like a genuine authentic way. It was like a guy who again who came in as one thing mm-hmm. and he was like I'm going to prove y'all wrong. I'm actually better at this. Yeah. He came in proving wrong and now he's killing it. So I definitely commend him. I'm just excited to see what what this movie looks like. I saw that they did like a, a um a black people only yeah. showing of it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. With, you know, just black journalists. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. What was that called? I think it was like a special name to it, too. It was like um, Us First. I think that was like the hashtag. Oh, yeah. The banner yeah. trailer was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I saw of it. it seems kind of dark. It seems like, like it, I don't, it's such a contrast from the bubbly. It looks like a CW show. But I would definitely watch it. Like that brings yeah. up. I'm like, it's a movie. Like I'm like, how can they pack the whole series into like yeah. a new movie from the ground up? Yeah. All right. So quick shot, y'all. Oh yeah, sh- quick shot for St. Patrick's. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm toast to y'all because y'all my niggas. Right. <laughs> All right. Oh, that was that was nasty. <laughs> Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. All right, y'all. This has been a, another great episode. Um, like please and like share. and share. 
Next episode, we're going to be talking, going in depth. Bringing Spoiler up, alert. Bring, Spoiler. Bringing up conspiracy theories about the new film uh, <laughs> by Jordan Peele called so, Us. So make sure y'all watch it. If not, just skip, skip next that week. episode until you, <laughs> until you watch it. Been a great one. All right.